There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros play the second game of a three-game series against the Los Angeles Angels. Angels took the series opener 5-4 to four yesterday, despite four hits from Michael Brantley, a home run and two doubles, scored three times. Well, Yuli Gurriel had a home run, drove in three, but the Astros saw their win streak end at five games, while the Angels have won three of their last four. Astros 54 and 33, first in the AOS, six and a half games ahead of Oakland, and ten and a half games ahead of the Angels, who are fourth in the West with a record of 45 and 44. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Garrett Cole getting the ball for the Astros today, and he's coming off a really strong outing his last time out against the Mariners on Sunday, striking out 10 and allowing a run over seven innings. Yeah, it seems commonplace these days for Garrett Cole to strike out double digits. He does it so easily. He's the premier strikeout pitcher in all of baseball, and for good reason. American League Pitcher of the Month in June, and we were talking just a couple of starts ago, really felt like he was really Ready to get back on on a, on a big roll for the Astros, and he has. Uh, it, it's hard to go through Verlander and Cole if you're thinking about the Angels getting through both of those pitchers back to back days. So uh, we'll see. It's Cole train bobblehead day, and and I can't imagine Cole not pitching well when it's his bobblehead given away. <laughs> exactly. And meanwhile, lefty Andrew Haney on the mound for the Angels today, and Heaney coming off a rough one his last time out against the A's, and like a lot of these Angels starters can struggle to get really deep into games. Well, first and foremost, this is going to be a very emotional start for Andrew Heaney, who considered Tyler Skaggs to be his best friend, and he passed away last Monday, so that's in between these two starts for Skaggs, so he's going out there with a really heavy heart, and I'm sure he's going to be, his mind's going to be going everywhere during the course uh, of this start. He missed part of the season uh, with a forearm strain. Uh, this just his eighth start of the season. He's a good pitcher. We've seen him when he's re been really good. And for a left-handed pitcher, he pitches really well inside with his fastball to the right-handed batters. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, the Astros last night missed out on a, an opportunity, had second and third. Nobody out in the sixth inning failed to score. But by and large, we've seen the Astros during that, that five-game win streak. They had to do a better job of capitalizing on some of those opportunities that they get. Yeah, you know, more than anything, you want those opportunities. And the Astros continue to give themselves chances in these games. And sometimes you tip your cap, give credit to the other team for making good pitches. Justin Anderson uh, was the one that was able to do that. And uh, he got a little jam shot and a big punch out at just the right time. And uh, the Astros, if they continue to give themselves chances, they're going to cash in a lot of times. And with the length of this lineup now, we still don't have Correa and Alemis Diaz back. But uh, once we start seeing everybody get going, uh, one through nine, somebody's going to really make a team pay if you start giving up a lot of early base runners. Up next, we'll go into the coach's corner with hitting coach Alex Centrone. And then after that, a special message from Houston Methodist. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back. And if you're at Minute Maid Park... Head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. Here's the 
is Altuve, doinks one down the left field line. That's a base hit. Springer around third, he'll score. Altuve racing for second, and he'll get there with a double. Just a, a lob shot down the left field line. He reached for one and hooked it. Similar, that pitch was even further out of the strike zone than the one he got for the single the last time. He is a magician with the bat. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Alex Centrone, Astros hitting coach, and Astros with Jose Altuve back in the lineup the last couple of weeks or so. And obviously, it's great to see him back, but it also has to be good to see him with his legs uh, stronger under him compared to where it was uh, before he got hurt last year. And I mean, that just makes you a better hitter when you have that lower half, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, of course, like you say, like having Jose back in the lineup, you know, he gave us a better lineup. But I look over there and seeing Jose healthy running balls out that he used to do. You know, in New York, for example, he hit a double and running out, out of those, you know, quick getting infield hits, putting the ball in play like he used to do it. So it's, it's really happy to see him back in the lineup. He's working really hard to in the cage to get back, you know, in 2017 when he was the MVP. What are some things that you'll see with a hitter if they're not using their lower half? Because there are lots of hitters sometimes who, who struggle sometimes with that. And that's what happens with Jose a lot. You know, Jose depends a lot with his legs, stay behind the ball more and you know, use his power for, for his lower body. So when he's not 100% feeling good, you'll see him coming around. Uh, he swings, start like see a lot of ground balls, a lot of strikeout. And, you know, the hitters, you know, particularly when they're not using the lower body and their legs are not stronger, you know, they'll, like, kind of jump forward to mm -hmm. try to catch up. And, and that's when they get in trouble because then you see fastball 98, 105, breaking ball, you cannot recognize your head moving all over the place. So I think the lower part is really important. Jose knew that. Um, when he went to the injury league, that's why he took all his time to make sure he was really healthy coming back because, he you know, he was struggling really bad because he couldn't stay in his legs. You know, one thing that's really impressive about this team, you think about the left-handed hitters who play the most, Jordan Alvarez, Michael Brantley, Josh Reddick, all hit left-handed pitching pretty well, or at least certainly are, are comfortable against lefties. Is that all about keeping the front shoulder in, or is it more than that? Yeah, yeah, keeping the front shoulder in plus staying behind the ball. Like, I think Michael is one of the best staying behind the ball. And Alvarez, too, when he was not, you know, feeling good with his legs, mm -hmm. with sitting, you know, he's sitting down, getting some red because he was started coming around the ball. And he's the guy who can hit the ball all over the field, but especially here a lot of power opposite field. And for him to be able to do that, he has to be really strong um, in his legs. And then when you say they're hitting lefty really good because those guys have the ability to hit the ball opposite field. Like already this year, he's been hitting balls opposite field better than last year. I think he was doing that in 17. You know, last year he kind of got away of that. He was trying to work on that this whole year to start being more a land right guy and use all, all the gaps, less left field, right field. And that's why Jared has been really, really good against lefty. Been surprising like Brantley's the only one that you can tell that he always hit lefty good, but ready this year been hitting lefty really, really well because he's staying more in with his shoulder, behind the ball more, using his leg. He's stronger than last year, too. He's working really hard, and it's been paying off so far. You know, talking with Reddick, and he talked about how last year he knew that was an issue, that he wasn't hitting the ball the other way, but it was tough for him to make that adjustment in season. And I don't know that people realize how tough it can be sometimes to make, and not just something like that, but any adjustment in season once once you once you have several at-bats under. The biggest thing is make the adjustment in the game. So we're yeah. trying to make adjustment. This is the biggest thing that we're trying to, to do this year. It's like you say, it's hard to make adjustment in season, but for us, the biggest thing that we're trying to accomplish as a hitting coach, Troy and I, is make the adjustment during the games. And, and you know, you can see guys 
guys going all for three and then come back and hit a homer or get you know all for three and then finish the, the day with two, two for five because we're putting videos for those guys make sure when they're really good and when they're in the in the game we put in videos when they're struggling so they can see the difference and we go over there and then trying to make the judgment during the game we cannot we don't want to wait until next day right. and uh, we'll talk about that with the players that you guys like to make adjustment during the game. You say yes, so now for us, it's Julie struggling for some reason. We see some bad swings. We go out there and we take a look or Chirinos and we put the video for them and they come down and they see the difference when they're good, when they're bad. They go over there and try to make the adjustment in the game. It's just really, really harder to do. And some guys don't like it. Like Reddick is not a guy that he likes that much, but the next day he's trying to make those adjustments. So you got to know the players and trying to make adjustments during the game more than in season or wait for the next day. Jordan Alvarez, American League Rookie of the Month for June. And obviously, you look at the physical tools, you look at the numbers, all impressive. Just watching him and his approach, what, what has impressed you or even surprised you the most? The most that impressed me, and I'll tell you about it, like his discipline in the play. You know, he doesn't chase, he doesn't swim much. Um, out of the zone, and, and you know, they're trying to pitch him really, really tough. You know, they, they're pitching him differently, they're mm-hmm. going up, they're going down, and the guy have idea, he got a good approach, what he's going to do, he got a great idea what he's going to do every at bat, and you know, the way when he chases, when he strikeouts, um, but mainly he's really patient, and he's disciplined, the player will we're making sure that this guy's going to hit the big league because that because he had a really, really great discipline. So when you don't swing bad pitches in the big league, you're going to have a lot of chances to be successful. Alex Centrone, Astros hitting coach. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Back with more of Astro Launch right after this. And White hits it high in the air. Looking to get your hands on a one-of-a-kind Astros t-shirt? See you later! See you later! For just $10, add a voucher to your Tuesday tickets, and it's all yours. And the Astros beat the A's in the bottom of the ninth. New exclusive design for every Tuesday home game. Join us for T-Shirt Tuesday, presented by DraftKings. To purchase a voucher, visit astros.com slash t-shirt. Astros baseball, take it back. And welcome back. Robert Ford, pleased to be joined by Dr. Mark Boom, president and CEO of Houston Methodist and uh, Houston Methodist Awareness Night tonight. And uh, obviously a big part of the the Houston community, eight hospitals, more than 2,000 beds, uh, over 6,700 affiliated physicians, 25,000 employees, and you get to oversee all of that. Aren't aren't you fortunate? That's right. It's a great job. It's a real privilege. And I mean, it's one of the better hospitals, right? I mean, not just we're not just talking about the Houston area, but but nationally, right? I mean, it's it's up there in a, in a lot of different categories. We are number one in Texas by U.S. News and World Report, and by many other metrics uh, around safety, quality, service. We compete with all of the big name institutions around the country. And Houston Methodist started in 1919, so a big year because you're celebrating your centennial here in 2019. That's right. We're having a blast. Our, our official uh, centennial date is December 31st this year, uh-huh. and we've been partying and, and celebrating and, and honoring uh, our his, historical figures all year long. Now, you've been president and CEO at Houston Methodist since 2012. What are some of the changes that you have seen there just in, in, in your time as, as president and CEO? Well, we've continued to grow throughout the community, really trying to serve as much of the Houston community as possible. Probably the biggest uh, new hospital in that time was the Woodlands, which we opened up about two years ago, and just blowing and going and and wonderful. We've also opened up a massive expansion in the Texas Medical Center with the Walter Tower, uh, state-of-the-art, $700 million building, almost a million square feet. 
What are what's next for Houston Methodist when you think about the future? I mean, obviously you mentioned growth. That's always a constant, right? Because you, you you always have to be trying to stay competitive and trying to serve the the needs of the community. But what do you, what do you see next for Houston Methodist? So so our vision for our second century, we call it unparalleled safety, quality, service, and innovation. So we want to be better than every single hospital anywhere. Whether you're talking about the safety, quality, service we offer, we're talking the innovation, the education and the research that occur in our institution. And so we relentlessly drive towards that. We're talking with Dr. Mark Boone, President and CEO of Houston Methodist on Houston Methodist Awareness Night. And uh, Methodist, Houston Methodist has been a partner of the Houston Astros for, for more than 30 years. Why is it so important to, to Houston Methodist to, to be connected with the Astros? Well, it's been a great partnership. We love the Houston Astros. It's been so fun to see the success of late, and uh, we've really enjoyed the partnership. We have physicians who serve as the team physicians, and we have physicians who really specialize in sports medicine. So when we work together and our physicians work to take care of the elite athlete, it really turns into great care for the everyday athlete, for all of us who are weekend warriors, who all of us get injured uh, in our day-to-day lives. So it helps make our orthopedic program as strong as it possibly can be. And that just gives Houston Methodist even more credibility, right? Because it's not, you know, these are doctors that are working, as you mentioned, with some of the, the finest athletes in the world. It does, um, and, and they are able to learn really at the highest level and it enables them to provide even better care of, of everybody in Houston. We have a very, very large orthopedic program taking care of all sorts of sports injuries all the way up to hip and knee replacements and, and everything in between. Well, Houston Methodist celebrating its centennial this year, opened in 1919 in response to the Spanish flu epidemic, which I think a lot of people don't even know what that is anymore. It's that's right. so long ago, but glad that that's no longer an issue. Dr. Mark Boom, President and CEO of Houston Methodist since 2012, thank you so much for joining us. And again, congratulations on 100 years serving the Houston community. It's my pleasure. It's been a privilege. Thank you. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.